inviting her in to speak to you, mm. giving her space to speak. Mm. So often we cram too much into our day and we don't allow our essence to speak to us. Welcome to Soul Speak, the podcast. Today, I'm excited to bring on this guest who I interviewed not that long ago, and I wanted to bring her on, um, air the episode a little sooner because she actually has this really, really super awesome, useful program that she is um, offering for basically free to people for what she is giving. Um, So I wanted to make sure I put this out so that you guys can get the notification of it before it begins. Um, And it's actually this Sunday it begins. And I believe if you can't make all of the live sessions, it'll be recorded. So anyway, I'll tell you what that is in a second. But today I have a wonderful guest mentor friend on Danielle McGee. She is actually based in California. Um, sometimes Arizona, when she stays there, she moves back and forth between the two, but basically a West Coaster. Um, So she is a Reiki healer, and I'm really, really excited to have her on the podcast because I haven't had someone who works with energy yet on the podcast, and it's something that I really want my audience, all of you, to hear and learn about if you don't know about it already, slash if you're listening to this, you're probably tapped into it a little bit already, and interested and intrigued if you're not already knowing what Reiki is or what working with energy is. So this episode is going to be a good go over of that and kind of share like what Reiki is, how it works, what energy healing is, how that works, all of that good stuff. Um, And then you'll also learn about how you can kind of self-heal as well. Um, You know, we have the power within us to do a lot And we don't always have to go externally. So we talk about that. Um, And besides that, uh, what I was talking about is Danielle has a seven-day path to activating your inner healer. Um, I want to say workshop, but it's like a mini program that she is running um, for a super great deal for what she is offering. Um, And I'm just going to read a little bit of the description so that I can give you all of the good juicy stuff. Basically, you'll leave the experience feeling heightened clarity around what you're wanting to manifest this year, a deeper level of authenticity to share with others, firmly rooted in your truth and inner knowing, more confident in your ability to find balance and wellness, and gently detox from physical toxins and emotional heaviness. So you'll be learning specific hand placements for beginning to heal the physical body, practices to feel grounded, clear, and calm, rituals, all of that good stuff. Um, So you can go check that out. I'm actually just going to put the link in my, um, in the uh, show notes slash I will post it on my Instagram. So if you guys want to sign up, use that link and um, let's see. Yeah, so just use that link. All right, you'll get it. (laughs) Okay, so a little bit about Danielle. That sounds like an awesome program. I'm actually in the program. I registered for it. So if I'm going to do it, you're going to do it. I think you'll love it. So a little bit about Danielle. She's the founder of The Moon Medicine, which is a holistic virtual space dedicated to aligning women with the moon cycle, healing ancestral trauma, and certifying other healers in the art of Reiki. She actually just launched two levels of Reiki training, so go check that out on her website, also in the show notes. She is a Reiki master, guided meditation facilitator, astrology nerd, part-time witch, and lover of the moon. And yeah, we actually talk about astrology a bit in here too, so it's a pretty juicy episode with a lot of good, 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 and I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, Other than that leave a um leave a star leave a comment leave a review if you love this on apple Podcasts. that is always helpful for me and my guests and everyone listening so they can hear these episodes all right that's it i'll see you on the other side and kiss and kiss we're about to get very real a little silly and you're gonna freaking love it I'm Saren, body image and self-relationship coach, lifestyle, aka everything cute and inspirational, entrepreneur, Pilates and yoga instructor, and spirituality-loving person. 
Let's get real. We all think the same things. We all have those crazy thoughts. The Soul Speak podcast is here so that we can allow ourselves to have those weird, awkward, unheard of conversations that no one ever talks about and prove that they are normal. Topics on judgment, comparison, inner criticism, sex, lifestyle, and spirituality all will be found right here on this podcast. Each episode, guests and I will not only bring you new ways of thinking, but also bring light into your life all together. Now let's speak soul. And we'll dive into that in a bit. But first, why don't you go ahead and just explain why you kind of came into Reiki, why that started popping up into your life and why you, where your interest came for it. Absolutely. So we'll time travel. I believe it was 2013. I was just having one of those years and we've all had, don't worry guys, nothing like 2020 because 2020 has been a ride for all of us, but a year personally where everything was just kind of coming up you know, trauma from childhood that I hadn't really processed. I always said I was fine. I'd never gone to therapy before. Um, Where were you at that point? Were you in school or were you graduated? I was in San Diego working um, a job here that I worked for. It's the last job I had, last real job I had. I put quotations around that. Um, I was traveling around the country, um, going to a new city three weeks out of every month. My schedule was really hectic. Um, my health was not in great, in a great space just because of traveling and your circadian rhythm being off, eating hotel food, airport food. Like it just was not my best life. I was having panic attacks really badly. And I had one so terrible in the Denver airport that I thought I literally thought I was having a heart attack, like had to go find a medic, sit down. They had to like monitor me for a while. And when I got back, they're like, you need to go directly to the doctor. So I went to the doctor and they were like, you're having panic attacks. And they wanted to put me on all these medications. Right. And my history of, you know, the women in my family having depression, having anxiety and going on medications and seeing what that did to them was just kind of like, uh, I, I cannot take that path. Did not feel good for me. Mm-hmm. I, um, don't get me wrong. I used that medication for a while cause I had to. And I know there are some cases like I said, everyone's very individual and unique. Some people truly do need medication, but mine felt energetic. It didn't feel like a chemical imbalance. It was a very different feeling for me. Mm-hmm. So I was um, had a yoga practice at that time, and my yoga studio was down the street, offered a Reiki share. They're like, come, it's a community class. It's free. Our practitioners that are being trained need to practice on people. I had no clue what it was. Like, zero clue. I grew up in the sticks of Virginia. I'd never heard of any of this stuff before. I was like, whatever, I'll try anything at this point Mm -hmm. uh, to feel better. And so I went up there and the first person who worked on me, who ended up being my mentor for a very long time, this amazing woman, um, she's like an angel on earth. She put her hands on me in my first 15 minute session she did. I like came out of it and I go, I'm supposed to do this. It was like lightning, like I felt like I had gone to a space when she was working on me of remembering all these things, remembering Mm. how energy works, remembering. Mm. um, Felt familiar for you. It felt right. Oh, so familiar. And she's like, we don't even know what it is. I was like, I don't care what it is. I know I'm supposed to learn it. And I've always been like an avid student. I was like, how do I sign up to learn how to do this? Mm. So after having one 15 minute session, I started my journey in getting certified because it was just like divine intervention. Mm. Yeah. So that's how I came to know it, came to remember it is what I like to actually say. Any person I've ever trained or worked with on opening up to the energy, it's like, I always tell them, you know, you're not learning anything new. It always feels like you're coming home. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's how my journey with Reiki started and it completely changed my life. That was like a, one of those pivotal points for me, mm-hmm. how I was taking care of my body, my mind, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it? So how would you decide, like, how would you describe Reiki? Where does it come from? What is it? (laughs) To someone who doesn't know, yeah, if they've never heard of Reiki before, how would you explain it? Like what it is, what's coming through you, what it is even, what it does for them. Absolutely. So the best way to explain it, because I too have a very technical 
scientific mind. So for a while I was like, I need someone to explain this to me in a way that's tactile, Mm -hmm. right? So we all know that there's energy around us. Most of us know there's energy around us all the time. We feel it. Mm -hmm. It's that feeling you get when you go into a room and automatically feel comfortable or you feel on edge. Mm -hmm. The energy we emit as human beings, when you come across someone and you're like, I want nothing to do with him and I have no idea why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I want to say too, hopefully you won't forget what you're going to say, but that is, um, I forgot if we were recording when I said this, but it's kind of like we, I think I was, but we, a lot of us are not aware that this is already the energy that we are feeling, but we just think it's us. So kind of redirecting from the, oh, what's wrong with me? Why do I feel this way? Mindset into, and not blaming something else, but being aware of it's not always like you. It's not you and nothing means anything about you or who you are. Um, not attaching, non-attachment. So Absolutely. We're always in a dance all the time with universal energy, the collective energy. A lot of times we're feeling things that are not ours to carry and we don't even realize that we can't take ownership because we haven't studied it. Right. And so that's what Reiki is. It's feeling the universal energy that's around us all the time. Mm-hmm. And then it's that life force energy, you know, they call it chi in some, in some studies and some modalities that chi life force energy taking that universal energy and all you're doing is saying, I'm choosing to be a divine channel of this work. I'm choosing to allow it to flow through me freely. And I always say, if you want a visual, imagine it flowing through the top of your crown, down your body, through your arms and out through the palms of your hands. Mm -hmm. And that's the easiest. When you said that, I feel a little tingle on my head because I'm thinking of it myself. <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyone can activate it. Anyone can activate it. And we all have the ability to channel it. Mm-hmm. And so Reiki is just, for me, in my own personal experience, it's been the concentrated study mm-hmm. of asking to be that channel and allowing it to flow through me. Mm-hmm. When it flows through you, Light is a really high vibration, just like a high vibrational thought, high frequency thoughts, things that make us feel joy, happiness, love, Mm -hmm. right? Light is that that vibration, that universal energy is that light. Mm -hmm. When it comes through you and you choose to place your palms on your body or on someone else's body, you're allowing that frequency to feed their body or your own, which allows your cells to rise up to meet that frequency. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like a tuning fork, Mm -hmm. right? And so it allows us to, when our frequency is high in our bodies, we've proven scientifically the cells calm down. They're not frenetic. Mm. It's space. So any healing that needs to happen in the body can happen naturally. Our bodies are so divinely intelligent. So if you have pain in the body or trauma stuck in the body, and we'll get into that later, but placing your hand there, channeling this energy allows your body to just be in that relaxed state. The nervous system calms down. We go into a parasympathetic state Mm -hmm. and our cells, which are so smart and brilliant can go back to reconstructing themselves and repairing that space. So is it something on the person who is receiving Reiki's part where they have to believe it as well? Or is it like an auto thing? So if they're, you know, you have your hands on someone's body and they're like, this is not doing anything to me. My shoulder is still going to hurt tomorrow. Um, Is it something where it takes a little bit of that from them too? Well, that's life period, right? Or is that a block in a way too? Like where they, it could be working, but it's just still staying stuck because it's in their mind and it's in their body. Therefore, if it's in their mind. I've had a couple of clients who have came in and when I start working, I can feel that wall around them, Mm -hmm. even though they say they're open, right? Mm -hmm. From my perspective, it feels like there's like armor on their body. Mm. At the same time, I still say the light does the work. That being said, is that person going to go right back to that old frequency afterwards if they're not open and curious as to what can be possible for them? Mm -hmm. I mean, we already see the studies with placebo effect with medications that people take. Mm -hmm. If they're open, sometimes the placebo does it. If the person's open and believes the pill is working for them, sometimes they get higher levels of healing than the person who's actually taking the medication. 
Yeah. Right. So it's all in our own minds. It's all in our own frequency. It's all in our beliefs. And I always say, you don't have to be a believer. A lot of people who come to me because of my background, had a corporate background for a long time. I use very different language than other healers. Um, it's their first time. So they're skeptical and curious. Mm-hmm. And all I say is just be open and curious about what can happen. And that allows the channel to open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you and I also did a session actually last week and we did a remote session and you do a lot of remote sessions and I've had Reiki done for like the last, maybe a little over three years. And, um, it's always been in person. And I had one other remote session, uh, for not that long. It was like 10 minutes that I did it for, but I even, you know, I, I'm a big like visual person. I need to feel and sometimes it's hard for me to imagine or to like believe distance things because <laughs> I've always been one to think, well, if they're not right here, you know, how can they really feel what's going on with me? Um, but I will say after our session or during our session, I, I really did feel the energy moving. So like during a session for me, when I first started getting Reiki done, um, I remember I didn't really feel anything. Like I just didn't feel anything. I know that I am very open. My body's pretty open, but I don't always feel stuff. And I think it's different for everyone. Like we talk about meditation and a lot of people think, oh, I need to feel this a beautiful, amazing experience when I meditate and I need to come out and be a Buddha and just I'll be perfect after I meditate for five minutes. Mm-hmm. But that's not always the case. Um, like for meditation, as an example, my journey with that, what I found was it's not about doing anything or like creating anything. It's just about remembering that feeling almost like Reiki. It's remembering that feeling of Uh, like this is lightness. This is what it feels like to be connected to source, to God, to whatever. And it's just coming home basically to that feeling. So it's like a, an involvement over time. And that's similar to what Reiki has been for me too, is, um, as I think I have been more open and curious, um, I have been able to feel the effects of it. So I, like when we had our session, I really actually felt through my body at one point, I felt it vibrating. And, but that's also because I was choosing to be aware of it. Um, you know, I'm very aware of my body and my skin and what's inside of it. And so that for that reason, I can feel that. And it's not my mind making it up too. And we could dive into this is when you feel something or when you think something, it's not for no reason. It's for a reason. It's always has a purpose. It comes, nothing doesn't come to you for like any, no reason. All those words were mixed up, but you know what I'm saying here. <laughs> Everything that comes to you has a purpose or is giving you something. Otherwise it wouldn't come to your brain. It wouldn't come into your awareness. Um, so I felt that I also, there was a part where I can still visualize it now. Um, a lot of times when I get Reiki done, I see this like big black hole, which sounds scary, but not in a scary way. It's like a circle, almost like it's our um, pupil in our eye. Like that's what I feel like I'm seeing as a pupil. But this time it like started kind of opening, and I shared this with you, into like a sunflower. And then it kept like closing. The sunflowers kept closing. And then I realized I, I could see almost going through a field of sunflowers. Like I could see another one and that's why they were closing. I was just going through them. And so that came up. I mean, so it's, it's different every time. I remember I had a session at one point where I saw a butterfly, but I don't always see things like objects. A lot of times I see colors and that's another thing to trust into is like, you know, if I see blue, that means something's going on with this chakra or, you know, and I see purple or green and sometimes you just see those colors. So can you dive in a little bit more to that, like what that brings up for you? Absolutely. And every single client that I've ever had, every session, every person's experience is 
drastically different, right? So I work with a lot of overworked moms who they take a nap for an hour, right? And I work down the body. They feel so rested and relaxed afterwards, and that's what they need, and the light goes where it needs to, and it's in receiving. And they always report something opening up later that day, right? Mm -hmm. A thought that comes to them or clarity that comes through. Mm -hmm. um, other people like yourself see a ton of visuals. They can see color. They can see um, old stories, memories. Um, sometimes it's deep memories. When I do uh, where I'll work with a client for three to five sessions mm -hmm. because we want to go deeper and deeper and deeper. We concentrate on certain parts of the body and we see what stories are there. And sometimes they'll pull up really painful past memories that need to be seen or even joyful ones that have been just buried down. Um, I have heard uh, clients talk about just feeling insane body sensations, tingling, numbness, um, heaviness, warmth. Sometimes they'll feel my hands on their body or they'll feel guides. You know, I say we always call spirits in the room, spirit guides and people in the room with us have clients who their grandparents want to come visit, right? They've already passed. And so it's always different. And so be open to whatever it is. I can work with you multiple times and every time is different. You surrender and trust to what you need to experience in that moment for your own best healing. Mm, yeah. Um, I think that like we were talking about a lot of the mental, mental part of it, like that's what can get in the way if you, if you're not feeling anything or if you don't, but I think that trusting and knowing that, you know, it's working in the way it needs to at the time it needs to. Um, like you're saying, just like meditation, some days I sit down and I have a beautiful, open, expansive experience. Sometimes I sit down and I'm so agitated and my body's agitated. My mind won't quit, won't quit racing. And there's no rhyme or reason to it. Mm -hmm. It just is. Yeah. I mean, I think that we often put like we need tangible things right like we need okay the sky is blue that's what it is like we need to be able to describe and have a tangible aspect to different things and so i think that like like i said in the beginning not everything needs to mean anything and it ha doesn't have to be perfect or it has has to be like a certain standard it can just be what it is um but that's what i've kind of taken away a lot from Reiki is that trusting that whatever is coming in is for you. It's not, you know, it's not wrong. It just is what it is. So like if you sit down and have a meditation and you're flustered and feeling very, very anxious and you just can't do it, maybe something else later on in the day is going to present itself and you'll see why you felt that way or it's just bringing you to awareness that you feel this way and that you need to change something in your life. Like everything gives you that purpose. Absolutely. And if you don't mind me touching, you know, some of the things touching on, you know, when your session things that were deeper rooted came up, mm -hmm. right. You're like, Oh, that's still operating. And that's why I'm still having these thoughts in this space and time. Mm-hmm new situation, but you can see the old story when we go into this work, right? Yeah. So I'm curious. Okay. So I don't mind sharing. I actually pulled it up. Um, so you send emails out after the session and you sent me a little, um, you called it medicine RX, but summary of the session. And so you put it perfectly into words in this, by the way. Um, it just really made sense when you sent it. Um, but basically you brought up during the session, something that I had been talking about with like a therapist about not that long ago and something that was already in my awareness that I knew I was feeling, but it was releasing the story of expansion equals abandonment pretty bit, pretty much. And that's what you typed, but, um, feeling that like in relationships, like, oh, if I'm truly, truly like my crazy, not even that, but just like show all of my emotions and share everything and all of that, then I'm going to, you know, eventually someone is going to want to leave me. Like it's never going to last. Like there's always going to be something that someone is going to want to leave me for. And I think that's a feeling that a lot of people have too. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially if you're listening to this podcast, right? I say we have our tribe. 
mm-hmm. and for creatives and for people who want an expanded life. And so that yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 hard when you are a unique person with unique wants and more so like confident ones when you're confident in what you know you want in your life and what you um, feel like you need. And it might be different from what society shows you it should be. Um, it's hard. It's hard to, cause we're more like a minority in a way. So you feel, you feel like there's something wrong. Um, but, but yeah, so that's what you wrote out for me and you gave me a nice little, which I love. I actually wrote it down, um, mantra and you give me an example. So I am fully, or I am loved fully in my boldest expression. And I love that. So I'm curious when something like that comes up, like you felt that for me, you felt that I was feeling that, what does that look like on your end? Like, how does that even feel? Like, how do you can use me as an example, since it's a tangible thing. I'm using the word tangible every five seconds. I feel like (laughs) I never say that word. Like but, how do we make this scientific? No, I understand. I know. This is a very scientific episode. Uh, but you can, like, how does that look for you when something like that comes up? Like, how do you, if you could remember, how did that show up? So when I'm, and by the way, every single practitioner will say something different. I say that one of the things I teach when I'm certifying people on this work is that you start to learn how the energy speaks to you. And every single person is different. Mm-hmm. There are all the gifts that are given, right? The clear audience, clear sentience, the way you can feel, taste, smell. I mean, everyone gets it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, it happens a couple different ways. Okay. Sometimes I'll be working with the person. And then as we're downloading afterwards and I'm speaking, all of a sudden a sentence will just drop into my head and it'll just come out. Right. And what I'm like, clear is that? Do you know huh? what clear that is? What, what type of. That's almost a, um, like channelings, like um, going into um, embodiment. So they call it transmission embodiment. When you're just spirit speaking through me, I'm going to tell you what's coming through. Right. So why don't we, why don't we take a step back? Can you tell us about the different types. So I know there's channeling there's like, what's the difference between um, intuition and like mediums, you know, like a psychic medium and channeling and all of that. And the different um, being like psychic in your audience. Being psychic is almost like knowing something, knowing something to be true. And a lot of people will say, Oh my gosh, this just came to me. I saw it or I felt it or I sensed it. And it's just a feeling that they have. Mm-hmm. This thing is going to happen, right? You being with someone and, you know, this happens a lot. I was actually speaking to a woman about it this week and she's like, I can always tell when someone's pregnant. <laughs> they don't even know yet. They won't even have taken a test. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're going to have a child. Mm-hmm. Um, the inner knowing where being a medium means that you're speaking to spirits who've already passed over, right? You're channeling things that they want to share with their loved ones. So you can be psychic and not be a medium, but a medium is usually psychic. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, there's lots of the gifts. Clarity is hearing. A lot of people will report hearing. I heard this, which can be confusing and scary for some people. I'm hearing voices, but it's like that grounded voice of God, of source, of angel, you know, speaking. And it's always grounded knowledge and knowing it's not like being in fear right I always tell people if they're hearing things and it's in fear it's ego speaking it's not intuition yeah and with that like hearing a voice it's almost like that thing that you hear and you it's not it is you but it's not you if that makes sense so it's not like you hear an actual like man saying go take a shower but it's like this it's like, um, like, you know, your mind's eye, like when you close your eyes and you can see something, but you're not looking at anything. It's, would you describe it kind of like that where you can hear, but you're not actually hearing? Yes. Yeah. It's like, um, internal dialogue going on, but it's not of you, you know, it's not of you. Mm -hmm. Um, another gift that has really been channeling for me for the past year is seeing generational trauma in the body. So for instance, I was working with a client a couple weeks ago 
and I'm, I go down on her, I'm working on her legs remotely. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I'm with her grandfather. We're out in a field. Like I'm, I'm, my eyes are closed. My vision, I feel like I'm there. Right. And I'm feeling his experience. I'm feeling his frustration. I'm feeling now what has manifested as blocks for her. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So things from generations that we are holding on to that we just haven't released that haven't been released and we don't even know the epigenetics piece. And if you've ever studied epigenetics, it's fascinating. You know, um, have you ever heard of the study with the rats that they did with epigenetics? I may have. Why don't you share? I'll share it with people who haven't heard it. So there's these rats, right? That they're studying for science. They have like a piece of cheese. It was a stimulus in the cage. I think it was a piece of cheese in the back. Mm -hmm. The rats go to the cheese. They shock them to put them in fight or flight, adrenaline rush. Oh, yes. I have heard this. They do this a couple of times, right? And the rats start to go, okay, now when they see the cheese, they go into fight or flight. It's that learned behavior. Mm -hmm. It's like a trauma for a child. Take those rats out. They mate them. Their offspring go into the cage. Haven't been shocked ever. They see the cheese. They go into fight or flight. Mm. The next generation, same thing. Go in, see the cheese, fight or flight haven't even experienced the stimulus. Yeah. And so it just shows how on a generational level, our cells shift and change due to trauma. Mm -hmm. And so we're carrying out a traumatic based response to a lot of stimulus. That's not even our shit to deal with. Well, yeah. I mean, that's why we have different, first of all, science is so cool. Could you imagine being a scientist and seeing that project like actually occur? I would be like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And also, secondly, um, I mean, that's why we, well, dogs, you know, dogs, like certain breeds of dogs, they have certain habits or um, mannerisms and it's because of where they came from. So it's very, um, it's very apparent already in a lot of things. Absolutely. And so what I think what's so beautiful about this work is you can go in, see the story, And so, you know, when you have, we have those habits and behaviors and patterns where we're like, why do I keep doing that? (laughs) Right. Why do I keep picking the same type of man? Why do I keep doing this at work? Why can't I move past this block? And we can't truly sometimes identify something in this lifetime that would make us be in that behavior. And it can be really frustrating. Mm -hmm. Right. When we go deep generationally back in the lineage and we can see the trauma By the way, this is what I would like to echo if you want to go into it next around what we're feeling right now as a nation and a country, Mm -hmm. right? So when we can see it in the past and you see, oh my gosh, my grandmother had this story. Mm -hmm. This was her experience. We can have compassion for it. We can see the emotion for what it is and we can start working on reprogramming ourselves when we have that stimulus with mantra, with breath, creating space around it. Mm Yeah. I mean, I think that you can't change anything until you can see it. Right. So, and sometimes, you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna change instantly, but I think everything is about reprogramming and relearning, but it's just, um, letting that come into your awareness. And I think sometimes what can get confusing is, well, like what if a person lives their life and never has Reiki done to them, or they never look at their past lives? Like, are they able to truly be happy? You know, are they able to do things? Like maybe there's someone who sees these things on their own, but like, is there a way without doing all of the energy stuff on the outside? I mean, that goes into such a deeper conversation around karma and Mm -hmm. our soul lives and what we've been divinely gifted with from Mm -hmm. the stars to come into this life and to work through. Mm -hmm. That's my belief system, Mm -hmm. right? Is that, Um, We are divinely born with a path and we have the highest expression of that path that can be lived. Mm -hmm. Then we have different variations of that moving down. The more we dig into the work, the juicier we find it, the more joy we have. Mm -hmm. We're going to be in the highest expression of what this life could be. Mm -hmm. Right. And with um, certain people who don't do this work, like, you know, I have, my father's a great example. He's happy. He's never done this work. He lives a very simple, loving life. Mm-hmm. 
and maybe it wasn't his lifetime to go into this work. Maybe he did it lifetimes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's already like it's already in his DNA. So you don't know, right? Like we don't. there, and that's why you can't be in judgment, mm-hmm. and you can't you know only have compassion for others when someone is being triggered and they're in anger, hate, retaliation, whatever it is, hold incredible space for them. Because as we know from healing space and expansion are the only things that allow the body, the mind, anything to heal mm-hmm. relationships, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of it needs space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good, um, point to what you were talking about before that is, you know, it's easy to think about, am I doing the right thing? Are we doing the right things? Like, am I doing the best for me that I can? Like, am I missing something? But it's different for everyone and there is no right way. And honestly, that's the cool thing about just being human and living on earth is knowing that we are all human. We come from the same place and no one can dictate what is right or wrong. And so if you're doing something that is different from other people, then that's not right or wrong. It just is. It just is what you're doing and it's what you need. Um, and also like we were talking about, the things that you need are going to come to you. They're going to come to you and they're going to be presented to you and you're going to be interested in them. You're going to have different interests for certain reasons. Like I mean, I, at least that's my belief system is I believe that things that you need are presented to you and sometimes you don't always take them, but then they're going to be presented to you in different ways. So you are given what you need. Even if that's pain and trauma, it's what you needed to grow and expand your concept of who you are. Mm -hmm. So how does this all relate to planetary (laughs) for you? Because I know you're also very, very into that and well-versed in it. So can you explain a little bit of how that works along with this? I always say I'm a dabbling astrologer. I don't, I've never formally studied it. There are amazing men and women who do this work that I'm happy to refer anybody to. Um, I look at it from the bigger picture perspective. So I like to see what's going on in the cosmos and then sit with that from an energetic standpoint and think about the energy that might be coming up for each of us within. Right. And so, you know, for years, astrologers that I follow have been saying that 2020 was going to be a year of massive transformation and change the way the planets are lining up and I'll, I will not bore you with all the details and all the angles and all the, which planets where, who's talking to who, but just realize that the things that are coming up now have not been experienced for a very long time. And it's similar planetary. We know since when? Um, Like for instance, one of the positions we're in right now hasn't been seen since the American revolution. Fancy that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the positions are in right now hasn't been experienced since we had like the dawn of technology, like back in like Babylon when we started learning how to communicate at a higher level. Interesting. So we're in it and they're all happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. So revolution, shift and change in structures, belief That's systems. That's a big, big shift, whatever is happening because these are all happening at once. At once. And so just having kindness and compassion and knowing that we're all going through it. Uh-huh. On a macro level, you're seeing it play out all over the world. We're not the only country going through civil unrest right now. Yeah. And um, on a micro level, having the rem- like having the recognition that everything that's happening on a global scale is also happening within you and yourselves. Mm. So your old belief systems and structures may be crumbling <laughs> before your eyes. Mm-hmm. You may be seeing a new way, a new and creative way of doing things that hasn't been done before for yourself. Mm-hmm. And trusting divinely that that's happening for a reason right now. So I'm encouraging people that I love activism going on right now. I love the awareness that we're all bringing. But as you're doing that, as you're stepping up and speaking, also take ample time to see what's also coming up within you. You have to fill your own cup up because remembering that this is all happening to you on an internal level as well. So how do we keep our house clean before we go tidy up everybody else's house? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And 
yeah, being easy on yourself. <laughs> I mean, I think that's all that it is, is it's just being easy on yourself for where you are and what you're feeling. And like, honestly, every time I have these conversations, I just come back to that fact that we are literally human on this earth. Like nothing matters. Literally nothing matters. We make everything so difficult and <laughs> nothing matters. And just be easy on yourself, like live day to day. And this is what this is teaching us, like live day to day. And I'm interested to see, I mean, do you know anything? Have you seen anything from astrologers on kind of where the year is going? Like if this is kind of our peace point right now, if things are starting to get going to shift better, or if the whole year is just going to be like event after event after event. Strap in, sister, is the best I can say. Okay, um, <laughs> I guess that's our answer. <laughs> obviously, you know, no one knows. I was listening to this really beautiful astrologer yesterday talking about it, and she's like, I've been predicting unrest and all this for years. She's like, did I know it was going to look like this? No. Mm -hmm. So it's knowing the energy of what's happening, but not knowing how it's going to manifest in the physical, right? So Everything I've been reading is just saying we're about to go through a really beautiful eclipse portal right now. With our, uh, there's a new moon eclipse on Saturday in Cancer. And that allows for massive change and transformation internally for yourself. So the best thing to do is not get worried about what this means as a global scale. But if we're breaking systems of beliefs, if we're breaking structures that no longer work, then this is the most ample and nutritious and delicious time to work. If we have something in our psyche that we're like, I don't want to take this old, I was going to say a bad word, this old habit with me any further. Now is the time to break it. Mm -hmm. You have all this divine intervention helping you. Mm. So that's like the best way to look at it from this positive light. And we all get an opportunity to break shit and build new. Mm. See, and that's interesting. So, um, of course, I always think about like my own life and what's applying. Um, so when I, and I forgot if I told you this, but um, when I was like maybe early 20s, I'm 27 now, but maybe like 20, 21, I've always wanted to do these, you know, I have this knowing of this entrepreneurial life, right? And I was so ready then, like, I'm just going to do, you know, I didn't want to ever have a real job. and um, it, but I just kept hearing 27. I kept hearing 27. And I'm like, no, I don't want to wait until 27. And now, you know, I'm 27 and I see why things weren't happening early, obviously, because I didn't know what I know now. I'm not who I was. And um, I still don't know. You know, I mean, I, I see kind of what the year has brought for me so far. But I also, earlier this year, kept hearing September. I keep hearing September and I don't know what is going to happen, but I like, it's almost like, you know, we're talking about in our mind's eye and what you can't actually see, but you can see. It's like, I see something new, but I don't know what that is. Like, I don't have a, here's the word again, tangible thing for what that actually is. And that's a hard thing. It makes me, you know, I literally scheduled an appointment with a, <laughs> with a psychic today um, because I actually touched base with her earlier in the year. Um, like three different people came to me and told me about her. Three different people like within a week. And I'm like, all right, guess I have to look up this lady and see who she is. Um, and we just had a small chat, but I knew it wasn't really the time that I needed to talk to her. And I knew it would be coming at some point this year. And this is the point because I just also opened my email this morning and found this um, letter from my apartment. It was like the the re-sign offer. And I'm like, well, I don't know like what I want to do when I, and it's actually in September when my rent ends. So anyway, it's, it's kind of, I know that's off track, but these things that are happening and these things that we, we don't know, it's just kind of like riding the wave and riding day to day. And like, what can you look at now? What can you look at now that's going on and what you control now can control now and how can you trust? So what are some things that you have given to people as suggestions or, you know, taught to people to 
bring them back to the now to ground themselves and to, you know, different techniques that help you just let go of this big, large worry bubble. (laughs) Breath is always first. Take a deep breath, right? Breath work is fantastic. I do breath work myself, but you don't even have to study breath work. Just take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. You have to create space in between stimulus and response. Mm -hmm. Triggered by an email, you're triggered by something your partner said. We've all been cooped up together for far too long at this point, right? Take a breath, take some space. Do not react. You're reacting from the collective. You're reacting from your own emotional programming that's being highly triggered right now from being isolated, take space. Um, The other thing is grounding in mother nature. If you can put your feet in the grass, if you can be outside in nature at least once every day, it is going to change your life this year. Um, If you don't have access to nature quite often, sit at home and there are beautiful grounding exercises you can do of visualizing like I do, you've done this in my meditations all the time, right? Before we go into a guided meditation where I'm doing Reiki remotely on within the moon groups, I want to make sure your body's really grounded into the earth so that you feel safe and secure as you're opening up your top chakras, right? So visualizing tree roots going from the backs of your legs, the bottoms of your feet, imagine it crawling through the floor in your home into the earth below. If the sun's not out where you are, close your eyes and imagine what it would feel like if the sun was shining down on your forehead, on the tip of your nose, your shoulders. Mm. Our mind is so powerful, just like we were talking about. Mm -hmm. You can create that environment for yourself where it calms your nervous system down in just a few few minutes, a few moments. I think it's giving yourself space to do that too, because a lot of times we go into distraction mode when we feel this scatter. And then it's just almost like I can see it as a bubble where you keep putting layers of wrapping paper on and on. And it's like, (laughs) then you're, you have this huge bubble of wrapping paper and then you're so far away from yourself. So you can do things to come closer and closer to that where like when you are in the moments of, oh my God, I don't know what to do. You know, what am I going to do when my lease ends and blah, 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 blah. Stop. Like just stop and don't go, don't go turn on a video game, go eat, go whatever, go on social media, stop and take a breath, create that space and sit with it and maybe bring in that visualization of like the sun. I love that. The sun hitting your face, like, oh my God, or just being in water. Like, what does that feel like? And start to go somewhere else, like bring yourself to these things. And I think it's really cool how as humans, we have this ability to really, really get into that depth of just mm, juicy feeling. And, but it's giving ourselves space to get there. And I mean, I, I'm one who has, I'm still practicing that, like diving into food is my thing. And it's like, every time I don't, it's, it's easier and easier to sit with that. Um, I was listening to Sahara Rose, one of her podcasts. Um, anyone who doesn't know who she is, she's in, she's a, I always say this word wrong, but I say the word all the time. Ayurveda, Ayurvedic. It's like my tongue can't say Ayurvedic, but there we go. Ayurvedic <laughs> leader, but which is an Indian medicine. I'm not going to go into it, everyone, but basically she's a teacher of some sort. So look her up. She's a great person, dances, all of that fun stuff. So she has a podcast. Um, I think it's called the highest self podcast and I have been loving her lately, but she lists, she had an episode that I was listening to and it was kind of on that. Um, she was talking about how we, um, oh man, what was she saying? she was talking about basically that just leaning deeper into these um, things and possibilities. And I feel like it's, it totally escaped my mind, but basically that like every time you lean deeper into it, it's going to make it bigger for you. It's going to make it more automatic. Um, Man, I forgot forgot what she was saying the other part but um 
yeah, I mean, it's just, you have to keep rolling with that momentum and give your, oh, this is what she is saying. That we, you know, when we want to feel that expanded feeling, like almost when we want to get really, really creative with something or we want to start dreaming or we want to feel that juicy feeling of feeling really, really grounded. It's like our, I can't exactly remember technical words she said, but something in our system literally can't get there. So it freaks out. So we go into that flight mode of, I need to go and distract myself and do this. So it's normal. It's not unnormal. There's nothing wrong with you and you're not like covering anything up. It's just like, you're going to feel this really uncomfortable feeling, but it's almost like chipping away at that uncomfortable feeling and clawing away at it. Um, And the more you do it, the more you let yourself, the easier it gets. And that's why I've been loving her too, Mm -hmm. is because she's been giving this like permission, you know, to just remember it's normal. It's okay. (laughs) Absolutely. Feeling the fear. One of the things I wanted to circle back to was you're saying, instead of distracting yourself first, sit for a while. I always say sit and center yourself. And then go do the things you were going to do because when we force the answers and we don't just trust that God and source is going to bring us to the answers, we drive ourselves mad. Mm. Right? And maybe you'll get that once you sit and have stillness center yourself and then maybe you are going to go sit and have dinner or go talk to someone else. But you may get that stroke of inspiration in that moment because you've released having to know. Mm. So what does that look like, releasing that? And you just kind of move on to something else and let it go? I mean, I always say a little prayer, you know, if that speaks to you. But it's, you know, I trust you, creator, source, and God to show me the answers. I trust for you to put into my path exactly what I need to see moving forward. Mm-hmm. I trust that everything around me right now is exactly where I need to be. And I'm getting the lessons and experiences that I need to move forward. Mm-hmm. Right. The moment we can be more in tune with our presence in our present moment is when we get all the gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just trusting in that intent. Sometimes you say that prayer a couple times a day. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just yeah. have to keep saying it. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. To practice just like meditation. It's flexing a muscle. Yeah. It's, it's growing that every time and knowing that something's going to happen if you keep doing it. Yeah. Trusting that. So, um, I feel like I don't want to miss any pieces here. What I want to dive into. Is there anything specific right now in astrology that you want to bring up or with energy that you want to bring up that you're feeling? Mm -hmm. Just that piece earlier around when I spoke to generational trauma. We all have it. And whether it's the shame and the guilt of being a part of a lineage who have done things that were not of the highest integrity, the human species, human race, whether you were a victim to those things right now, we're only a few generations back from the issues that we're seeing play at this point, right? The deepest of wounds and those wounds are still playing out, right? We see it all the time. I grew up in the South. I saw things that were just heartbreaking as a child, Mm -hmm. right? So being aware and holding space and having compassion for anyone who has anger, unrest, they're feeling not only their experience, but they're feeling the deep rooted experience of their grandmother, their mother, their grandfather, their great grandfather. Mm -hmm. Anyone in a lineage um, here who seems they're overly expressed, overly trying to help, they're feeling the shame and the guilt hmm. of the deepest root of their lineage. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're all in a space right now where we're getting to see it. And so just taking a breath, however you feel called to show up in this time is absolutely okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go out and yell and scream. You don't have to post on social media. You don't have to do anything except for dive into how this feels internally within. And then be guided into what, how, and how you want to love and uplift the collective. That can be different for every single person. Mm, I love that. 
I just love that we are so creatively our own at that, that we all have this different something to bring. And the more we just lean into that and love it, the more utilized it's going to be. We don't even have to worry about utilizing it. Like we are just going to shine the brightest. And I love that. I love that we are all so different, but we're here like as a team, like team human on the earth. (laughs) Even though we're all a little bit imperfect, um, I think if we can remember that compassion for each other and ourselves, that's the key. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, is there anything else with Reiki that you want to share that you feel like, you know, you want to clear up for people who don't know what it is or, you know, maybe on the fence about getting a session, working with it? I say try any energy medicine practitioner. You know, it could be Reiki, it could be healing touch, shamanism, um, cranial sacral work, past life regression, go do something, whatever it is, whatever speaks What's cranial sacral work, working with the physical body and where things are stuck in the body. I don't know the best way to describe it. So, yeah. um, and you know, finding practitioners that you resonate with don't so much look at the, um, label of the type of work that they're doing, find the person you resonate with. Mm. And Notice if they're doing their own practices. How do you feel when you speak to them? Do you feel calm, grounded, centered? Mm-hmm. Right. Work with someone who makes you feel that way versus someone who's frenetic and not quite grounded. Mm-hmm. And because um, like I said, everybody's different. Every person speaks energy differently. So you're going to find the medium in which your body responds best to it. Mm-hmm. So trust and be curious and have fun with that process and just go get something done. A massage is energy work. Mm-hmm. Right? It's moving energy in the body. Um, so be playful and curious and see what can come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And allow it to be what it is for you. Don't let anything define anything about you and, mm-hmm. um, you know, don't, don't make it anything like everything that exists just is something like, it's not weird. It's not different. It's not anything. It just is something and everything that exists has a purpose. So remembering that. Absolutely. It's important. Um, anything in the planetary that you would recommend for people right now? <laughs> anything that comes up with that? Have a practice around it, especially if you're a woman. The lunar cycle is so powerful to connect to and um, find circles, find camaraderie, find a tribe of women that you can connect on that with. It helps you set routine. It helps you have balance. Um in terms of right now, go find, there are so many amazing astrologers on Instagram you can follow. Those are the experts. Go talk, go read their posts about the actual um, positioning and everything and their interpretation. But just know that anything that's coming up is coming up for a reason. We're, like I said, it's been divinely designed. You chose to be here in this lifetime. You're going through it because it's the highest and best for your soul in this life. So don't fear it. Don't be scared when you, I mean, there are some people that are kind of fear mongering sometimes with astrology, right? And it's very old paradigm astrology, but you still see it from time to time. Nothing is bad. Everything serves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it feels like it may be intense or emotional. There's nothing wrong with an intense and emotional experience or learning. Yeah. I mean, it's like we label those feelings right away. Like, oh, this is good. This is bad, but it just is something. Mm-hmm. Um intense can be good. You know, when you're having an intense makeout session with someone, that's great, right? Like intense is not bad, (laughs) but it's how we design it in our brain. So like we were talking about in the beginning, just re, re giving it a different. So I'm actually working with someone who does NLP, Mm -hmm. logistic programming. And I, we did something, it was one of the techniques and it was so interesting to me. It's basically like if you have something that you're doing, a habit, she gave, you know, biting your nails as an example. So you see yourself biting your nails. You see that picture, what it looks like for you. You feel it in your body. You really get comfortable with that picture. So you could just see it in an instant. And then you move over to what you actually want to see, what you want to see yourself doing, how you want to feel And you do this kind of technique to like swap them. So the old one eventually goes away. 
And so then it's kind of working in your subconscious where it's like this new story comes up and that's like really what's in your DNA and in your body. So I think that's with everything. It's just a great example is like really you can't get to where you want to be if you don't know how it feels. Um, So that's something I would urge people is to get comfortable with how your body, like get to know your body. How does it feel? And that's like a big key because then you can start to relearn these things and what you actually want. Yeah. I say, let your body speak to you. If you eat something and it makes you feel funny, the minute you pick it up, put it down. Mm -hmm. We're so smart. Our bodies tell us exactly what we need before we do it. Mm -hmm. If you're going into a room and you feel uncomfortable, take note. Why? Mm -hmm. Something makes you feel uneasy. Take note. Yeah. That's all you can do is take note. (laughs) Sit with it and witness it. And there's, there's no pushing, forcing, doing. It's just, being in a witness space and getting to know your body at a really deep level. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So what is coming up for you right now? What do you have to offer us and what are you doing? (laughs) So I'm not sure when you're going to post this, but I have a new moon circle this Saturday, June 20th. Okay. Um, It's going to be for the new moon eclipse as well. So it's powerful. We're going to meet at 11, 11 on Saturday Pacific time to go deep into a guided meditation with Reiki, regular moon circle. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, on the 21st, we're kicking off a seven-day activation. Um, as I was mentioning, we all have these skills. We all have these talents. We all have the ability to heal ourselves. We all have the ability to have a really heightened um, relationship with our bodies and our minds. And so for seven days, for about 30 minutes a day, you'll log in in the mornings, and we're going to go through and activate a different energy center in the body each day based off a planetary alignment so that we're divinely supported and you're going to start to feel what it feels like to feel really connected to source, to feel extremely connected to your body, to let it speak to you and to start activating your own healing abilities. I'm going to talk a lot about channeling through the palms, what that feels like to activate that before you ever get an attunement or anything of that nature with Reiki or any other energy medicine work. I can all start tapping into that right away. So it's going to be a really beautiful seven day experience. And by the end of the week, you're going to feel really <sighs> have a heightened compassion for others. You're going to feel very clear. You're going to feel really good in your body. You're going to feel like you are self-sufficient, which is really important right now. Take back the wheel. You'll be able to take yeah. back your control. Exactly. Awesome. And then what do you offer individually? So I do the one-on-one sessions for guided, I call them moon medicine sessions. We're doing Reiki. We're doing healing touch. Um, I do all remote. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm intuitively channeling the whole time. So we hear stories from your past that's coming up through their body and you get to dive in for an hour with me to do that work. And everyone trust the remote. You're talking to a non-remote believer. All right. And now she's a believer. So trust the remote. (laughs) We do not need space and time to do energetic healing work on the energetic body, which doesn't conform to those things anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have school. If you've ever been interested in doing a Reiki level one certification, I'm doing a really comprehensive program. Uh, Most Reiki trainings are a couple of days. I'm taking it to three months. I'm going to hold you through the opening. We get attuned to the energy and then we always have what I call a healing crisis. And I'm going to hold you through that. (laughs) We're going to do cleanses together. You're going to be fully prepared to have your own healing practice for self healing after that three months at a whole new level of being. Mm. Um, And that is going to kick off in July, our first level one training for that. Mm. Yeah. I love it. I love everything that you are doing because it's so aligned and so perfectly you. I love it. So thank you for doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And if you guys haven't already felt this from listening to the episode, Danielle's voice is just like you were talking about finding someone that, you know, soothes you. I feel just a weight of love when you talk, like you feel so soft to me. So at least you resonate with me. So if anyone else listening, I'm sure you guys felt that too. So, um, you know, even if you could just join the moon sessions with her or just do a session with her, um, I would highly recommend it. And actually, I think I emailed back the other day after the session, you mentioned water and like something about me loving water and, you know, play with water. And the next day I was like, you know what, that sounds really good 
I'm going to jump into my pool this morning. And then it started pouring rain and I had this meeting and then in between the rain, it was drizzling still. And I'm like, this is perfect. I love being in water when water is coming from the sky. Yes. So, so good feeling like being immersed in that. So thank you for that recommendation, by the way. (laughs) Of course. I was laughing too. She sent me a picture. She said, this balloon keeps following me around. And I was like, is it a water balloon? I'm just kidding. Wait, did you say that to me? Because I didn't catch that. I think that would be hilarious. Um, Yeah. So after we do our sessions too, I give you a little prescription. I call it my mood medicine prescription of all the things that you can do to keep the the goodness moving in your body. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Danielle. And where can everyone find you? You can go to www.themoodmedicine.com <laughs> or you can email me at danielle at themoodmedicine.com. And I'm happy. And the same thing for Instagram. It's Instagram handle as well. Okay. Cool. Well, it'll all be in the show notes so everyone can just click click away as I say. And oh, before I forget, I ask all of my guests the last question. If someone asked you how they can hear their soul speak, what would you tell them? Hmm. That's a doozy. Well, it's soul speak the podcast, everyone, you know, you've got to expect it. (laughs) Girlfriend, I've been up so early. My brain's got to turn on here. Let's see. The first thing that comes to you. Their soul speak. What should they do? Is that what you asked, correct? Yeah. How would, if someone asked you, how do you hear your soul speak? Mm-hmm. How can I hear my soul speak? Stillness. Mm. Silence. Mm-hmm. Inviting her in to speak to you. Mm. Giving her space to speak. Mm. So often we cram too much into our day and we don't allow our essence to speak to us. Mm. I love it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, Danielle.